This is Tatooine Sons, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the galaxy's greatest Star Wars podcasts, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Sabers Podcast, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadrons Podcast, Skyhoppers Podcast, The Nerd Room, San Diego Sabers Radio Podcast, Less Than 12 Parsecs Podcast, and Retro Inc. Podcast. Visit StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first step into a larger world. Welcome, Star Wars fans, to episode 61 of Tatooine Sons. This week, the internet exploded with unverified rumors about major Star Wars news, which means it was a pretty much a normal week for Star Wars. But don't worry, we're here to help. We're sharing our thoughts on how to determine if next week's Star Wars rumor, and you know there will be one, is credible or not. Plus, we recap Star Wars Resistance, share some hot takes, and more. Lies! Deception! It's time for Tatooine Sons. It's true. It's true. All of it. What is the name of the Porg on the Millennium Falcon? The Force is strong in my family. What do you think his name is? <laughs> it's a big moment. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Maybe Turbis? Do or do not. There is no try. Turbis? <laughs> Pablo, if you're listening to this live stream, that pork's name is now Turbis. It's a good Star Wars name. We're not done yet. These guys record an awesome podcast called Tatooine Sons. Everybody was lit. Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look into all things Star Wars from the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt. A true to Star Wars fans, thanks for tuning in, and if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you're probably not watching this live right now. Nope, but we got some people been. that are, and they're, yeah, they're pretty they're cool. Awesome. It's like Patreon supporters, and Turbis lovers, and I think maybe even Grammy, I don't know, she just commented on the Patreon page, I don't know if she's figured out YouTube yet, because she struggles. I didn't if think it, she has an account. We, what's that? I don't even think she has an account. No, but she could probably switch switch on over and just like watch it on Patreon. The reality is Grammy knows how to call us on her iPhone, text us on her iPhone, and open up Facebook. And that's about all she knows how to do. So anyway. you know. Oh, and of course you can't have Star Wars without Bizarre Father Figures. So on that note... Here's my dad, the Bowtie Jedi guy. We got our new studio today. We guys. did. Beautiful. Are you guys excited about this? Yes. I'm pretty pumped right now. It looks I feel, awesome. I feel inspired right now like to talk Star Wars more than that's, ever before. That's good because that's you the know? goal. I'm sitting directly beneath the uh, uh, special edition Star Wars Celebration Orlando 
um, Last Jedi Last poster. Jedi poster signed by Ryan yeah, Johnson. You need to stick your face. I feel like I nine. You don't. Um, signed by Ryan Johnson. Then we've got a picture of uh, all three of us with Brian Herring. He played uh, was one of the puppeteers for BB-8 and also for Turbis the Porg, by the way. Um, and then we've got Jeremy Bullock up here. We've got the classic number two thousand two hundred seventy four of eight thousand uh, copy of. Uh, Carrie Fisher uh, from Star Wars Celebration, her poster. We've got decals. We've got it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, pretty and you know we're gonna have to take probably one or two of those down uh, because of the posters that they're gonna give out at the next. No, we just have to like that. rotate them. Just gonna stick or just stick them on both sides of it right now and, and go. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, loving the studio. Loving having the opportunity to actually be able to record in a spot where we don't have to tear down every week. Yeah. We've literally the last several months been in a tiny crammed bedroom, uh, sitting with like around a tiny TV tray with beds and dressers and, and everything around. And since we got moved into our house last weekend, we finally have the opportunity to have a, spe- a special room exclusively for our podcast, uh, which is going to allow us not only to record uh, the audio podcast stuff um, with a little bit more simplicity and be able to jump in here whenever we want to record something uh, like if they ever decide to give us the name of episode nine or anything like that. Would that would be nice. Yeah. Like we could, tonight. Maybe tonight. Think. We'll talk about that in a bit. But um, yeah, we could do that. But we've also got lighting and video stuff going on. We're like right now. We're right now. We're live on YouTube uh, doing this. And it's been a lot of fun. We've got some people over there listening to us. We've got Younglings podcast. We've got JG Cars. We've got Emily Hoffman. We've got uh, Michael Condon. Uh, we've got... Um, uh, some of our some of our closest longtime supporters. Uh, so thanks guys uh, for watching us on YouTube Live. And while we're in between segments, we'll be chatting with you guys on YouTube Live as well. So this is a fun way to do this podcast. We're totally uh, excited about it. The other thing that's awesome about this is we've sort of been out of rhythm on the podcast for the last three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, the reality was I was offered an opportunity to have a pretty significant promotion at work. Uh, I think we talked about that on the last episode, yeah, which was great. Um, it's a, a tremendous opportunity. Uh, but it also it meant that I was doing a lot of traveling to go train and, uh, for myself and uh, just trying to get that position up and running. And then at the same time, uh, we found like the house of mom's dreams um, as far as like everything that she ever wanted in a house. Um, and we were able to get into it um, and and. And that was what last weekend was swallowed with. So we did an encore of our 50th episode for on last week. And then, uh, you know, this weekend we've been able to get the podcast studio ready to go. But what this means is we can jump in here and do Star Wars Rebels Revisited pretty much any day of the week, which has been a challenge for us in getting that yeah. show up and running. Um, we can do uh, a special uh, podcast episodes whenever we want to. And then also have a space that's already set up and ready to go for us to do our weekly podcast. We think that this is a great time to do it because we know that uh, as soon as Star Wars Episode Nine stuff starts to finally drop. Uh, the Star Wars buzz is going to increase to a fever pitch, and we're totally excited about being a part of that. And those of you guys right now that are chatting with us, honestly, um, right now on YouTube Live, you guys are uh, the ones that make this happen. And so thank you guys uh, for doing that. We really do appreciate that. Um, we were talking, somebody brought it up a minute ago. Uh, we're waiting for an Episode Nine title or something to drop. Something, anything. And, uh, and I, I listened to a whole call from Disney expecting something yeah, to happen. Yeah, why don't you talk about that, DVD? So I heard that an earnings call was going to happen, and normally news gets released for earnings calls. Yeah, like, like when we were at Lucasfilm in November, uh, Bob Iger was doing the fourth quarter earnings call, 
uh, or whatever, uh, it was third quarter earnings call or whatever it was. And um, that's when they announced the Cassie and Andor series. Right. And while we were there, they were basically announcing it. And, of course, Matt Martin, you you know, awesome guy, didn't tell us that that was happening. But, that's but anyway. Okay. I listened uh, to my first call thinking something's going to happen, and nothing did. I just heard... Investors asking the same questions, but phrased differently. Uh, and they're all like, yeah, I'm going to try to stay off the uh, streaming things and then ask a question about the streaming thing. They weren't the smartest of people to say that they're not going to ask about streaming stuff. I was just, I, I thought something was going to happen, but nothing did. It was pretty boring. It well, it I mean, something sad. did happen, and that was the fact that they basically said that The Last Jedi was a tremendous success, and then... They moved on, um, which we all knew that. They didn't talk at all about. And they Solo. talked about the tremendous success of Black Panther, but not because it was a Disney. Uh, deal. Right. It wasn't a Lucasfilm or a Star Wars thing, but yeah. So, uh, so you sat all through the. I sat through the whole. Well, not sat through. I was pacing around. You know, the little. I was walking. You were in walking circles. in circles when Nathan. When BB Nate is nervous, he walks in circles. Oh, I did the same thing. Oh, and they started talking about a little bit about Star Wars stuff. I'm like, is it? Is it? Is it? It's oh, coming. Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, it didn't come. Yeah. No. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what all of all of Star Wars fandom thought at that moment was no. But anyway, um, like one of these investors needs to ask what the title is. Yeah, nobody asked. Um, but then that brings us to, I guess tonight we're still waiting for information. Yes. And uh, a couple of days ago, they announced that ABC Network was going to show The Force Awakens tonight. I found out this afternoon that they're also showing it in Great Britain this evening. So that would lead me to believe maybe we're going to get like some kind of an announcement of maybe some sort. Maybe just the first letter of the title. Yeah. I, I Star think Wars episode B. Huh? T. Just like the first you think, like letter. Balance of the Force? I don't know. Just first Is that letter. what you're going for? Are you going to the Balance of the Force thing? I don't know. Really. Like, I'm not so... in any ballpark really. I do not want that camp. to be the name. Yeah? Oh, great. Balance of the Force. I kind of like the idea. Giving the, uh, whole... the whole plot line away yeah. in, the, in the title. That's true. They could sort of gave the plot line away with The Last Jedi, though. But well, they Balancing the Force the... would be way too... Oh, obvious. they're balancing the Force. Great. Yeah, but how did they do that? So anyway, yeah. So um, we're going to watch Force Awakens tonight. But not on ABC. But we're really frustrated because um, we don't have cable. Uh, we use uh, Roku streaming device, and the ABC app does not show live TV in this network. Even though it has a live capability on it, but they don't do doesn't it. doesn't do it in this network, in this market. So um, we can't watch it live. So we're going to go ahead and watch it on Blu-ray while all of you guys are watching it on ABC. And I'm going to have my my phone in my hand ready for somebody to announce something. What do you think that they're going to do? If Okay, we'll start with you, Samuel. Uh, the Hutt. Do you think they're going to announce anything today? And if so, what? I think they're going to announce the title. They're not going to release a teaser or anything. I think they're saving that for celebration because that's okay. what they did with The Last Jedi. Um, I think they'll just release a title. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a little commercial segment, you know, in between or... What? But I think something like that's going to happen. What do you think, BBD? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Dad and I are talking about uh, maybe they're saying something like "Go check Good Morning America" tomorrow on there, like uh, give a little bit of the thing and then say, "Hey, go check out Good Good Morning America tomorrow." And then Good Morning America says to check out this today, and, tomorrow. Right, and then this is madness. Yeah. And then no, check out so. Last Jedi next fun. Sunday. Right. No, Just okay, so here's what's going to end up happening. If they do anything tonight, I was thinking about it from this perspective. They've got 
um, different time zones, and so the movie's being shown at different times, and so you can't release like the title uh, in the East Coast time zone and it not get out into the West Coast time zone. And so that messes everything up as far as them doing something like that tonight. I think you're right. They announced it's going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow. That gets everybody tuning into the morning show, which they like to do. They've done this before with Avengers. They've done this before with Star Wars. They've done this with Haunt, with the solo movie. They showed the teaser during the Super Bowl and then the full trailer the next morning. So right. I think that they announced that something is coming on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow morning we get the title. It'll probably be like J.J. Abrams being interviewed or some of the cast being interviewed because uh, we know filming, the filming is done. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but then they uh, they announce the title tomorrow. The only thing that causes me concern or like hesitation as to whether or not they might actually be showing some clips or a, a teaser of some sort is the Fanta Tracks uh, article that came out on Friday, which talks about uh, it was major British cinema uh, chain mm -hmm. uh, received a digital video package with a key code, um, and the name of the digital video package was TT one, one dash, dash SW nine, which seems to stand for teaser trailer one Star Wars episode nine. Um, they, it's got a key. They have to wait for a digital key. A KDM. To, a KDM, yeah. Is what KDM. KDM. KDM, yeah. KDM. Uh, they bring that in there and... Uh, Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. Yeah, it was... It wasn't every word. It was just part of it, Luke, okay? You don't have to be so grumpy. But anyway, uh, um, yeah, so it's uh, they're going to get that, that that code, and then I think that they're going to actually have the teaser. I think there's a possibility that the teaser shows up um, attached to Captain Marvel uh, March 7th and 8th. No. Um, and that would be a really good way to get people to go see Captain Marvel that haven't seen it yet. If we're so. talking about the huge on the earnings call, um about how Captain Marvel is probably going to be a huge success. They really think that? Is they that what they really were saying? They think it's going to be a huge success. I Some of us had to work. Yes. Yeah, that's what happens when you're a homeschool kid and you get done with your schoolwork at 11 in the morning. And But so. I just sat in there and they're like, uh, with Captain Marvel coming out, that's probably going to be a huge success. And I'm like, well, why? People are thinking that it's not going to be a huge success. So what are they thinking it's going to be? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, so I think that's what we're going to do. So we're going to get our popcorn together tonight. We're going to make Mom watch The Force Awakens. It's one of her least favorite because she doesn't like when Han Solo dies. Swear uh, Yeah, I don't like it when Han Solo dies either. I've got a bad feeling uh, about but, this. Uh, yeah, so uh, we got that going on. What else? Oh, oh yeah. Star Wars Rebels Day. Have you guys heard about have either of you really heard about this? You, you told me a little bit about it. I, this is awesome. And so everybody listening to this podcast, if you're watching on YouTube later uh, or even live right now, March 5th is the one-year anniversary of the final episode of Star Wars Rebels. And since Star Wars Rebels is such a huge part of our fandom, people have reached out, some other accounts have reached out to us and asked us to participate in what they're calling Star Wars Rebels Day on March 5th. So basically the whole day is given over on your social media accounts to celebrating Star Wars Rebels and everything about it. We should do that. We're gonna like. Um, well, we're know, gonna be out of town. You, well, we'll have to record some episodes ahead of time but, for yeah. that then, and then I'll just you know go crazy on Twitter and like I do when I'm obsessed with something. Uh, like I'll be obsessed with Star Wars Rebels for the day and we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll get online and we'll we'll do that. You're gonna be using hashtag Rebels Remembered and just talking about this amazing um, series yeah. uh, that's going on. So I'm pretty pumped about that. So yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess that gives us sort of the whole start uh, to the show. We should probably move on to uh, this week's podcast, Bowl of the Week. But we have some reviews. 
Oh, thanks. Nice. Hey, nice save, save baby Nate. But wow. we have some reviews. <laughs> I guess I should read those. Oh, thank jeez. You guys Come are on, awesome. Man. You're better than this. Yeah, I know. But well, we're all that... tired and sick, so uh, yeah, oh, he's old. literally. So like baby Nate got a, or Sam got sick Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. He started feeling a little bit better for the most part yesterday. Baby Nate got sick Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Started feeling a little bit better today. I got mine Friday, so. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll feel better. But anyway, I'm struggling with it right now. So we got from Cattle Boss, Father and Sons, that's Star Wars. Um, it says, there's nothing better than watching Star Wars with kids. After all that, who it was made for. I think that's supposed to say, after all, that's who it was made for. You think that's what it, yeah. it, it meant? After Probably. all, that's who it's made for? Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Um, a hear, and hearing a generational, uh, I think it's an opinion, mm -hmm. uh, of the wars is a great way to further your love and gain a new and well, I think it's probably rounded, yeah. not resounded, uh, perspective. Yes. So. You know, it was only a four-star review, but after all the typos, we're just going to assume he meant to give us five stars and, and just, just made a mistake. Yeah, because... maybe he's using like a little tiny phone. Or yeah, something. it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's okay. Thank hey, you so much, either way, We appreciate it. Absolutely. That was a couple of days ago. And then we had from Ron from North Carolina a little over a week ago. This one is definitely five stars. It says, great to see a family enjoy an amazing story. Just letting you guys know I listen. Oh, I like this one a lot. Uh, just letting you know. You guys know I listen every day, making my one-hour journey to and back from work. You know what? One-hour journeys and Star Wars are okay. So that we got, we're really uh, very much honored and to be a part of that. what? 30-hour journeys on road trip. Dad, oh, yeah. Many Star Wars Lots podcasts. Yeah. Uh, good luck at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Turbis Liz. Yeah. Canada Bust. All right. Thank you. Thank That's you. Awesome. Wait, Turbis is spelled wrong. Yeah, I know, but, you know. That's okay. It's the thought, it's the that, thought counts. that counts. Thank you. So, all right. So I guess now we can move to the podcast part of the week. I'm a stickler. So. All right. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Are you brainless? I never ask that question until after I've done it. What? Okay, I, I I am. all right. Which episode nine theory is your favorite? And if you're watching this on YouTube Live, you know that this sounds a whole lot better right now than it was just about 15 seconds ago. Uh, here are thoughts on these Star Wars theories in episode 59 of Tatooine Sons of Star Wars podcast. So, yeah, I plugged the podcast on that poll. Ooh. Yeah, that was smart, wasn't it? Okay, uh, here's our, th our, our four theories that we talked about. Episode nine set five years post The Last Jedi. Hux is the real villain. Great Jedi done right, or Lando's not a good guy. Okay, yeah, that poll makes more sense. <laughs> it does make more sense. I, yeah. Then the poll that for we no were getting ready to about two minutes ago, Reed, which we'd already read the results for, along with comments on. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you're up at five in the morning putting the, po the uh, podcast together and you've been on NyQuil all night. Um, okay. So you're drunk. No, and stop. Okay. Uh, all right. So what, what do you guys think is going to win on that? You guys haven't seen the results yet. So oh, no, we uh, episode nine set five years post the last Jedi. Hux is the real villain. Great Jedi done right. Orlando's not a good guy. BB Nate, who do you think uh, is Hux is a real villain. Five, you think that's going to win? Five years. You think the five years is? Five years is the winner. Oh, um, uh, yeah. That, that. You stink. Great kid. Don't yeah, get so, cocky. Uh, yeah. 41% uh, voted for episode nine set more than five years. After the last Jedi, so uh, behind that in second place was the Gray Jedi done right at thirty six percent. I was I was wrong. You were yours well. is third at Hux oh. is the real villain, which I actually am a big fan of that idea. But I, I like let the, him turn into like a Tarkin or Thrawn level character. That would be really yeah, fun. not just some 
Whatever. General hugs. Yeah. Right. Um, Orlando's not a good guy. Only got 6%. People really didn't like that one. I don't so. think I No, I don't like that one either. I don't like that one either. Let so. me go ahead and scroll through my phone here since I've been prepared. Um, and see if I can find a good one here. Jeopardy Let's go read Steven Santa. Steven's been really great about participating in polls over the last few weeks. And so I want to read his. It says, I think there will be a time jump. No way Hux is the real villain. I hope Lando retired on Lothal and the people of Lothal are the allies they called in The Last Jedi. What do you guys think about that idea? I don't see Lando settling down on Lothal. He's cool. more of a big city guy. Yeah, interesting. I think this will be the start of a new Jedi Order, the Grey Jedi. So. Hmm. And uh, then let's uh, let's go with uh, well, JG. You're watching live right now, and uh, you're one of our Patreon supporters. And you commented on here, so I'll go with yours as well. I genuinely believe the film takes place one year later. While I like the theory of Raylo versus Hux, I don't consider him the real villain. I think there are some surprises in store for us here. Mm. I hope so. And I also think Lando will have a small role, but he will be good. That leaves the Grey Jedi. So. Awesome. Okay. Let's see if we can find a third one here. Hey, Younglings, you're watching on the YouTube Live right now, too. Wow, we're just so we're just going to pick yours. Is that cool? That's why you knew what our poll was when you started answering. JG and, and Younglings, you guys started answering because you know <laughs> you more about our podcast poll than apparently we do. Um, wow. I had never heard of the Lando being a bad guy theory, but now I think it could, very po- it could be very possible knowing his backstory. After all, why is he not still with the Resistance? Which is what I sort of appreciated the most about um, that theory was the idea that that Lando's gone. Where is he? So maybe he's uh, uh, maybe he is drunk in Moss Eisley and uh, Finn and Poe have to go rescue. I see him hustling people on like the Best Spin casinos or something. Or Canto No, he's not at Canto Bite. Nah, he was on Canto Bite. They may have at one point been thinking about bringing him into Canto Bite in The Last Jedi, but I guarantee you that's not the case. So. All right. Well, I guess that covers, uh, you know, since it was a kind of an impromptu cho- choice of... Weird. Yeah, that was a off segment uh, right there. That was a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, okay. There. Why don't we just go ahead and move on to the next segment on that, okay? The past couple of weeks have sent Star Wars Resistance into hyperspace. The First Order is tightening its grip on the Colossus, and Kaz comes up... Uh, comes upon... <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. Comes Don't upon some it. evidence that will change the fate of the galaxy. It's time for Resistance Recap. We have a mission for you. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. How do we blow it up? There's always a way to do that. Droid, please. Light it up. All right. So, two weeks ago, we didn't. We 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 were we are we've been gone for a couple. We weeks. took a we we took a, a winter hiatus. hiatus. Yeah. Anyway. So two weeks ago, the uh, episode was the first order occupation, and the synopsis goes. Um, following the kidnapping attempt against Tora, her father, Captain Doza, allows First Order stormtroopers to po- patrol the Colossus. Yeager advises Kaz to keep a low profile. After stormtroopers visit Yeager's repairs to question Kaz about Sonara, Kaz decides to help her escape the Colossus despite knowing her true identity as a pirate. Despite being pursued by stormtroopers, Kaz manages to help Sonara escape in an underwater escape pod. Sonara reunites with Kragen's pirate gang, but her friendship with Kaz and Tam leads her to question her loyalty to Kragen. 
Okay. Oh, was what? that both episodes? I forget. No, no, no just, just, just do the first one. I was, so you remember this episode? Yeah. Enough, right? Okay. What was um? What was something you liked about it, Nate? Uh, uh, um, I need a cricket sound effect right now. All right, I liked. No, uh, uh, I was just about to get there. Okay, go, 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 Quick, hurry, go. Well, I saw the smoke coming out of your ears because you were thinking. Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh. Uh, um, it was a different episode, more of a just a first order there, and this, yeah. I like. Let's get those thoughts together here, buddy. Let's get on. The you want me to go? We're both, so doped both up. Both of the with episodes medicine. are. No, don't do together. the accident episode. Do this episode. I know. Both of the episodes are running together. And I'm okay, so I'm going to talk about the Sonora thing. I felt it was strange because you end the episode previous with this. Uh, questioning of trust of, between Kaz and Sonara, and then you move into this episode, and it's kind of like, yeah, that's cool. I'll help you get off. Now, you know, it just didn't. It felt a little disjointed with that. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Maybe, maybe I missed something that happened early on. I know that they, that yeah. they sort of talked about it, but I felt like that was a little off. So. Yeah, I I don't remember this episode a whole lot. I just remember bits and pieces of it. Um, Nate, you, you got your... I got my stuff now. You got your stuff? No. All right, then we're going to wait. Maybe right. Nate's been... cleared up. All right, you ready? Uh, yes. Go. Um, the... what? I, we don't know his name yet, but the pumpkin head. Oh, yeah, the pumpkin head. That was cleaning the floor. And he got uh, taken away. He looks away. like a giant jacket lantern with feet. He yeah. got taken away. And he, he got like a running gag buffer. through the whole thing. Oh, Dude, gosh, I love that guy. He's and it's been a running gag through the last episode. Yeah, it's, I hope they carry on with it. Yeah, I hope it's a fun makes, character. It makes the whole show. Uh, that's what I really liked. That's what you watch. Really for? like you watch it for Pumpkinhead. I I like it. Op- yeah, it's Op Pit. Op Pit. Op Pit. Op Pit. Op. Somebody said Op Tit. Down said Op Pit. I'm not Ooh. sure which one. Did. Op- Op- I don't know. Family, Let's go with Op Pit. Okay. I didn't. Golly, we we'll have to edit the show now. All right. <laughs> not really. Sorry. Okay. Uh, he's a Fregosian, is what. Uh, Fregosian. I don't really know this stuff. Yeah, I don't know any of that. How do you guys know this? Stuff? I don't know. Legends, probably. We don't do. Uh, I don't know. Op Pit. If that's Yoda Bauer on there for Star Wars Refuge, and we could pretty much have like our, our encyclopedia of Star Wars knowledge, right? Uh, Op Pit. I like. So. I like Op Pit. He's yep. my favorite character. He's just. He's okay, just so we know we like. We, we, anyway, we, I struggled a little bit with the uh, the the Sonara cast thing. I thought so that was something you did, and I, then I also kind of felt it was weird at the end. Um, when Sonara gets to the pirates, and they're like, "Hey, welcome on board again," and it was like it just it felt. It's yeah, I see what you mean. It's it seemed sort of. They abandoned her. Chi- she was cool with it. They were cool with it. And everybody was like, "Okay." Yeah, let's it just seemed move kind on. of not childish. I don't want to say childish. Just simplistic. Or? Yeah, simplistic. They didn't. There was no depth to the the emotions or the the feelings that he, the characters should have been displaying. Um, so that was something you didn't like. What was something you liked? Um, I don't remember enough about the show to remember what I liked. Opp. He was so, awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the way that it is. I mean, I think that the, in the end, do you think Sonara is going to play into the uh, last part of the episodes? Yes. The season here? No. BB Nate says no. Samuel says yes. Go for it. Talk about it. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think so. Why is that? Uh, I feel like they, like you said, they introduced her with the pirates and all seemed fine there. And that felt a little weird. I think they want her to get, I think they want to get rid of her with this show. 
I feel like they figured out it's a really weird character to have on there. It's not developing anything with the story. It, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the story, really. They ha they used her for the pirates capturing Tora and putting the First Order on there. That's all they really needed her for. I think it's like they're done with Sorry. her. She was like the, the, the spy that they were looking for that, that kind of made... Kaz feel like she was just a plot device. In that yeah, season. she was a plot device for a certain part of the season. I feel like they're done with her, and they shouldn't. They don't need to use her anymore. Mm -mm. I think it's like um, um, Bebo's mom. I think they, I, they used her for an episode, but we all know she's going to come back. The space kraken's going to come back. Well, be full of that I'm expecting fully is space kraken. I think Sonara's. There's going to be some sort of pirate attack. I think she's going to. Rally the pirates against the First Order to where the aces and the pirates, much like the um, theory we had for episode 9, the aces and the pirates are going to come together to fight the First Order. And I think Sonara is going to be instrumental in that. What if the aces and the resist, the, you know, the, 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 all the good guys on the Colossus, mm -hmm. um, they begin the process of trying to co combat the First Order. Mm -hmm. um, the pirates, led by Sonara, because remember, the pirates are betrayed at the end of the previous episode. Right, yes, but crazy. So they have if you're watching, if, I, I apologize if you haven't listened to... Um, or if you haven't, it, or haven't seen those other episodes, I apologize. Cause, but at this point, you know we're like three weeks or four weeks past that episode. Yeah. So uh, they were betrayed and shot. Remember, I thought, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, but so Sonara, so no, no, he didn't. But Sonara, you know, says, let's go. You know, they, they betrayed you. They were setting you up because that's obviously she knows this based on being where she was in the Colossus. She goes back and tells the pirates, the pirates come and help the, uh, you know, take back the Colossus from the first order, uh, for that. And then the beacon call goes out at the end of the last Jedi um, to for for support and it's the pirates and it's you know some of the the resistance the aces and stuff that would be pretty cool I don't know I mean it's not going to happen because we're not bringing those characters in but no yeah I like the idea though we've got some comments on there like Star Wars Refuge saying that uh, uh, she's obviously Kaz's love interest and will be back yeah and also that they made an action figure out of her so they're not getting they're she, they're not done with her so mm. oh we'll they did okay. did Niku get a Action figure with Bebo? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I don't know. We got him. Uh, he Bebo. might have that on board. Okay. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's move to the next episode. All right. So the next episode is, is the new trooper, um, Kel and Ela. I think it's Ela. Those were the uh, the kids from yeah. Tehar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the children from Tehar was the name of that episode. Yeah, but the kids but they're the kids Tehar. from Tehar. Okay. So they're the kids um, that were the children from Tehar. Yes. Okay. Um, Kel and I. Wow. I'm all tongue tied. Kel and Ela seek out Kaz's aid involving a stormtrooper they knocked out. To avoid the stormtrooper being missed, Kaz takes his armor and infiltrates the First Order, learning that the First Order is plotting a full scale takeover of the Colossus. He manages to escape with a data rod from Commander Pyre's shuttle and returns his armor to its owner before the stormtroopers can catch him. Upon returning to Yeager, they discover that the First Order is amassing a large fleet and intend to use the Colossus as a resupply station. Dad, what did you like? What did I like about this episode? I loved seeing Kaz in a Stormtrooper yes. outfit. Um, I loved how they... Um, 
uh, sort of gave you a little bit of the behind the scenes, like the way that a stormtrooper's like experience yeah. would be in a situation An everyday like that. life of a stormtrooper. Right. So like they're having these conversations and then the, the commander's in front of them and he's like, you know, pipe down back there and all this kind of stuff. But they were having these like side conversations yeah. and they're like questioning the reprogramming conversations were really interesting. Yeah, that was when they, interesting. When Kaz was doing the, you know, going against what they wanted him to do or acting different, they talked about reprogramming him, which goes back to what happens at the beginning of The Force Awakens with Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Sending to reconditioning and all that kind of stuff. So you, they literally would like. I think they said that they wipe your mind clean. They and brainwash him. Yeah, and like then mind wiping is what they. Yeah, were and then about. just restart. So maybe they're setting up some plot elements or some story elements that are going to carry off into the episode nine stuff. Because there's this theory that John Boyega is that Finn leads a stormtrooper rebellion in episode nine. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. So maybe that's they're like starting to set stuff like that up, um, and then. Um, which sorry sorry side note seeing this episode makes me wish they kept that deleted scene in The Last Jedi where Finn's in the elevator with the officer yeah, uniform and the stormtrooper's like yeah, FN-287 yeah, yeah like, exactly yeah and, you know they're like talking to him like a friend you know I, I wish they would have kept that because it it, it, it Put um, sheds more light into like the everyday life of the stormtrooper, which was a lot of the case with this episode, which is a reason why I liked it as well. Um, another thing I liked about it was uh, BB BB hate BB BB ninety. You know, oh the, yeah, the, bad BB eight BB eight. Yeah, the, he was in there. there. What do you think about that? Bringing it was in, into this. Was it the no, same one from the last it, Jedi? It do we know? It was not ninety. Really. Let's find that's, out. That's a um, a common model for. Um, you don't see any droids like BB-8 though. Any droid that's that same color pattern. I don't know. It is BB-90. No, I'm, I'm waiting to see if someone on our on our oh, YouTube live because they've got to know. Yeah, like Star Wars Refuge have they like know everything about They knew about who Star Opie Pitt so. was and what his species yeah, exactly. was, which was I forgot the species. Exactly, we'll have to go back but. to our chat there. So anyway, yeah, so um, I loved that. Um, what I didn't like about this, I don't know if there was anything I didn't like about this. Yeah, episode. I'd agree. It was funny. There was a lot of humor to it. Can um, I say the, what I liked? Oh yeah, no, you, you cannot. Thanks for speaking up, BB Nate. Come on, come on. He's going to turn into BB Hate in a second. Come on. <laughs> um, Opie Pitt. Another thing, he yeah, was, he was scrubbing the floor with a, a regular sponge, and Kaz runs by and said, "You know, it might be a little faster with a force scrubber." <laughs> and then he gets all <laughs> angry and just throws a scrubber on the floor. And right, I know he's been he, he's been getting a lot more uh, screen time lately, which is because he's hilarious. He's, he's okay. Niku was funny. He was, um, you know, the cat. He Kaz reaches this dead end. A spoiler alert: If you haven't seen the episode, spoiler alert. So Kaz is running from the stormtroopers in his stormtrooper armor, gets to the end of a uh, gets to a dead end, it's not sure what to do. And then Niku pops through the floor vents um, and is like, Kaz over here. And Kaz oh, is like, Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, I could I'm so happy I could kiss you, Niku. And Niku's like, mm, I'm sorry, Kaz, but I don't feel the same way about you. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was one of the better episodes. Yeah, I it think. was a lot you of know, fun. Not really anything to dislike. You know, the, but BB-8's got this data card now, or excuse me, Kaz, Kaz. has this data card that he's gotten. Well, it, looks, rod. Yeah. it looks really similar to the one that goes around in the in the, in the Force Awakens. Yeah, and. Well, let's talk about the next episode. I think that's probably where we need to go from there. Because they know that there's, like, all these ships. They get this map. They open up this map. They see all these ships. They make the assumption 
Um, I I think that it could just be that you know they use a lot of similar no, I to that. save stuff. You know, I like that. in this world they got DVDs and USBs. Doesn't mean no, I understand. You know, because it looks like it. But I, I see where you're going with it too. So this week's episode. This one that's just like like, like as soon as we finish watch. recording this, we're gonna pop it there and watch. So. Yeah, it's um called the core problem. Um, in the core problem, Poe and Kaz seek out an area of the unknown regions that their intel on the first order is pointing to. After the unsettling discovery of multiple cord and broken planets, cord like core, like apple like, core, like, like they the pulled central, out the center. central core planets. Ooh. Um, so they literally cored out the planet. Oh, you've never heard of the idea of a core? The core? The core. No, I know core. Core systems? But then you... In multiple cord and broken planets, right? Oh, that no, context, that, that's what that's talking about. Like, yeah. Apple Star core is yeah, no, that's what they're talking killer. Right. Yeah, yeah. So okay. anyway, let's read it again okay. so we can pay attention to what we're saying now. Oh, that's my bad. So that's my bad. Not you. Sorry. In the core problem, Poe and Cass seek out an area of the unknown regions that their intel on the First Order is pointing to. After the unsettling discovery of multiple cord and broken planets, they must evade a series of First Order pilots in order to make it back alive. And we have the clip. Oh, yeah. Here comes the clip. Okay. Let me find it. Hold on. Poe! How did you get on board the Colossus? There are TIE fighters and stormtroopers everywhere. Yeah, I know. Getting in was the easy part. Anyway, looks like some things have changed around here since I last heard from you. You can say that again. I've been trying to get you my reports, but the First Order's blocked all communications. Well, checking in with you is only half the reason I'm here. You've got a big mission ahead of us. BB-8, you ready to come home with me? You're... You're taking BB-8? I've just gotten orders from General Organa. We're leaving tomorrow for Jakku. I need BB-8 on this one. But what about our mission here? CB-23 will help you out. I have her back in my X-Men. We just need to switch off. Poe, you were right to send me here. The First Order's planning something, and the Colossus is just a small part of it. All right, kid. I'm interested. Let's see what you've got. All right. Whoa. I should get my mic turned on. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah. Whoa. So, what are you more excited about? Uh, Jack who? BB-8? Poe? Uh, Hello? Sh- show. The CB-28 or or going to Jack who? CB-23. BB-8? CB-23, sorry. BB-8 and Poe going to Jack who? You, Hello? I mean, Sound familiar? Yeah, I know. No. They just happen to be showing tonight. All right. Force Awakens. So, no, we obviously see, haven't we seen this episode. It may or may not have anything to do with The Force yeah. Awakens, but it feels like it does. So We're, we're going to be able to see BB-8's girlfriend again. Yeah, with CB-23, is that it? Yes. Yeah. BB-8's already doing that. Are they going to make baby BB-8s? What? Baby BB-8s? I don't know. Can droids? I don't think droids can do that. I don't think. I don't know. L, uh, L3. Uh, it works. Uh, yeah, it works. <laughs> exactly. So. All right. Let's keep this family right. friendly here. Creep, creep it into the PG-13 PG <laughs> side of it. All right. So, uh, so what are you some what are some predictions from this episode? Uh, Dad, you, you sort of mentioned a, a couple, but I think that it's going to be 23 minutes long. Or 22. Oh, stop it. Okay. Uh, wow. The prediction, uh, I don't remember. What did, what did I predict? I don't remember either. Oh, jeez. Oh, we're so NyQuil and Dave. I know. We're so <sighs> doped up right, right now. Uh, got, I, I predict. You're just going to coke and you're medicated. 
yeah. Mom was that. That was, that was like that a year ago. And I'm drinking a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, that was a long time. That I, was like one of our early I don't know. What, let's see what some of the people on our show here. Uh, tonight's episode is really good. Um, we need the Jeopardy thing. Yeah, I don't see I didn't have I don't, that on like, like so speed dial. We did find out though that that's not confirmed as to whether or not it's BB90. So, <laughs> so all right, yeah, no, I think uh, it's not. obviously we knew that this was going to have to happen at some point. That um, that Poe was going to have to come and get BB8 because this was already told, we were already told that this was going to overlap with The Force Awakens. We saw in the mid-season trailer uh, the Starkiller base scene with Hux. Um, And so we know that this overlaps, so it makes sense. We've only got like four episodes, I think is what we figured out, after Uh, this four or five episodes following this one. So uh, things had to move pretty quickly on that. So Mm. uh, next week we'll talk about it. Nate, do you have any questions? No? All right. All right. Well, good topic, guys. (laughs) All right, so a bright green alien rabbit is returning to Star Wars canon. Oh, I heard about this. Hasbro is releasing a retro line of classic Star Wars figures, and Episode Nine is done filming. It's time for Hot Takes. This is where the fun begins. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news? Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. All right, so... Uh, Marvel is reviving its classic Star Wars comic for one issue only. This was from Gizmodo, which is a pretty safe website. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, classic Marvel Star Wars comic was one of the earliest tentative steps into what would ultimately transform into the original Star Wars expanded universe, a world that fleshed out Han, Luke, and Leia's adventures between and beyond the original films. These days, its stories are left to legend, with a new canon taking their place. But not anymore, at least for one issue. Celebrating 80 years of Marvel Comics, the publisher has confirmed that it is releasing Star Wars issue 108, a one-shot comic that will pick up where the original numbering of the classic Star Wars series left off before it came to an end. As revealed by ComicBook.com, Star Wars issue 108, written by Matthew Rosenberg, with art from Giuseppe uh, Camincoli, Luke Ross, Carrie Gamel, Andrea Brocardo, and more, and covers from Walter Simonson, will feature a host of characters that the original series added to Star Wars canon, including uh, you're going to have to help me on this, guys watching on YouTube Live. Um, Amitza, Fox Train, Balance the Hunter, Davina Tag, and yes, Jackson, the Bright Green Rabbit Alien. Alright, those of you guys on Twitter, on uh, YouTube Live, chat away and tell us who the heck these characters are, because so we have no idea. So, uh, what do you guys think about this idea, though? That they're bringing in these characters, they're going to do this comic. BB Nate, you love comics, you I just do. haven't read the, those types of comics. That, that, obviously, those comics stopped before you were born, so... What do you think? Sadly. Um, okay, Star Wars issue 108. We read Star Wars issue 50. No, this is a different line of Star Wars comics. Oh. This is the original ones that sort of launched the expanded so, universe. So 107 and below are not canon, correct? Yeah, no, they're not canon. They've so been, only they've been reduced was... to the legend side of the But 108 uh, is. It will be canonized. Huh. 107. 137 comics for the original Marvel years. Um, in California, they had an omnibus of all the comics. Yeah, I think that there's different series lines, but this is the same. We're talking about one series, one line here. Uh, it's a continuation of the classic Star Wars issues. Yeah, hmm. so that's cool. 
They're from the 70s. And they're wild, is what Star Wars Refuge says. Uh, oh, all those ones with like the... Yeah, like, like all those, those shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, some crazy stuff. And uh, the with, carts on Car Trader that I... Yeah, the Car Trader. That's cool. Stuff, so. Okay. I mean, anyway. those comics would be fun to read. What do you think? You excited? Oh, yeah. You I get that, that issue? Idea. I want that issue. I want that issue. When is that issue coming out? Did uh, they say? They didn't say. No, 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 I'm sure it's on the website, which we'll put the yeah, link in the show. That'd be uh, fun show. to read, though. So, okay, cool. Let's move to the next one. Uh, Hasbro unveils a new retro Star Wars line and Black Series Celebration exclusives. Uh, it's that time. This is from Star Wars Underworld. Dominic and Ben. And, so this and, is reliable, which we'll This is reliable, yes. Uh, it's that time of the year again. Uh, new York Toy Fair, where collectors all around the world will get their first glimpse at some of the upcoming merchandise. Toy manufacturer Hasbro was on hand as they revealed several new Star Wars products. The big announcement of the Toy Fair was the Retro Kenner 3.75 inch line of figures, where Hasbro will be releasing figures that are based on the original uh, Star Wars figures that were released in 1977. In addition, they revealed the Star Wars Celebration exclusive Black Series figures, new play sets from the Vintage Collection, and eight new uh, and a new 8-inch hyper-real Darth Vader. In the retro line, fans can expect Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Han Solo, a Stormtrooper, Grand Moff Tarkin, and a re-release of the Escape from the Death Star board game. What do you guys think? Do you guys like is you this? Ever... Is this on the list for us? So this is all all exclusively to celebration, or no? Uh, that retro tracks? line, that retro line is is, is general release. Is okay, general actually, release. it's only exclusive to Target. The retro line, really? Oh. Yeah, they do a lot of exclusive stuff. With yeah, Target. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the Black Series and the Hyper Real Darth Vader and all that stuff is going to be exclusive to celebration. Mm. Which oh, I want. I wonder how much that Hyper. So I kind of want to have God, Luke, Leia, Han, <laughs> Vader, or Chewie. Vader, Stormtrooper, Tarkin. Well, that was it. But what was that Death Star Escape board game? Did you that was a game. That? I don't remember it. I didn't have that game. What? I didn't. You were supposed to have this stuff, Dad. I didn't have no, that. Um, no, I, when you, when you said the 8-inch Hyper Real Vader, um, I perked up a little bit because that sounds pretty interesting. It, I'm just worried about how expensive that's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I just want to have all of the retro gonna... characters hanging on my wall right here underneath this with it and then we can put the board game over there somewhere on that shelf and uh it will be good to go so yeah cool all right last one uh set photo revealed after star wars episode nine perhaps mm. filming like oscar isaac was crying in this yeah movie. cbs uh uh this is a cbs news article so i figured it was pretty rapid yeah it's although it's cbs so you never really know <laughs> Um, uh, the Skywalker saga is ending. Star Wars Episode Nine director J.J. Abrams and cast member John Boyega shared a heartfelt new photo for the set of the highly anticipated film, leaving fans both impatient and emotional. Uh, the film is the final in the latest Star Wars trilogy, which if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that. Uh, following The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, Abrams announced an end to principal photography Friday on the set on the still untitled final episode of the trilogy. Seriously, dudes, give us a title. Um, the image features actors Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac hugging each other in costume on a desert set. And this is what Abrams said in the tweet. He said, there is no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I'm forever indebted to you all. What was your reaction, Samuel the Hutt, when you first saw that? Kind of bittersweet. I mean, it's, it's cool that... Um, you know the film's done. We know we're getting it uh, done. The 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 actors had expressed how you know 
how blessed they were to have this experience and, and, you know, excited that they were able to have this experience. But then it hit me. That's the last of the, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. That's the last thing right there. And it was, it was pretty, pretty bittersweet. We, um, we heard about this from John Boyega. We saw his tweet to it and it was pretty emotional. And then, um, later on I saw another, uh, tweet or message or something, um, uh, from John Boyega, it was him and I guess his trailer or something, and he got this, it was a big wooden box with the Rebel logo, like, burned on the front, and then he lifts it up, and it's his blaster from oh, episode that's so 7, cool. and then the caption says, Kathy, um, exclamation point, har, 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 you know, he's like, thank you so much, Kathy, that hit, yeah. that hit, I was like, oh, man, yeah, that's, that was awesome. but that's, that's cool. So, you know, I'm happy for them. That's, that's so cool that they got to do that. You know, we're going to – I'm excited to see it, but it's going to it's gonna be a bittersweet experience in the theater too, yeah. I, have, I have a feeling. Absolutely. What did you think about that image when you saw BB Date? It was uh, weird, but, you know, all the, like, people that don't really care about the uh, actors and care about the Yeah, no, let's not talk about that. But let's cool. talk about what we liked about the movie. It was uh, interesting. It mm-hmm. was uh, – it, it looked like it was set back on Jakku. Um, I mean, it's obviously a desert setting, but it looked like Jakku to me. And it doesn't, I mean, it could be Tatooine, which we would be thrilled with, by the way. And there's a moisture Um, evaporator, so everybody's like, it's Tatooine. Well, there were moisture evaporators on Jakku. Yeah. So, I mean, I I thought it was awesome. It looked like the emotion on Oscar Isaac's face was pretty intense. Um, with that, um, John Boyega's tweet along with J.J. Uh, Abrams was was pretty awesome uh, with it. Did you guys see the uh, anything from the cast part, the rap party the next day? No. No, because you guys haven't been on Twitter. Uh, that rap party was absolutely insane. They had like a human disco ball. This person on a trapeze, like a swing, flipping around, like dressed like a disco, like sequence, like glowing like uh-huh. from head to toe, like a bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. And flipping around and... It was nuts. That doesn't sound fun. People walking around in there that looked like in some crazy costumes. It was... Let's just say they know how to potty. All right? Let's just say that. So. I don't think I would have wanted to be at that party. I would have yeah. probably been, like, afraid the whole time. Yeah. Well, maybe in the next 24 to 48 hours we'll get the title of Episode 9. They've completely wrapped filming. I'm sure there will be reshot, reshoots. They always do reshoots to help fix plot points that they need to tweak it or they move things around and so they have to do things differently yeah we'll see that here in a little uh we'll hear that and then everybody will start saying that this movie is going to fail and then it'll get a billion dollars in the box office and 97 percent on rotten be the highest grossing probably of the year yeah almost well i mean it's going up against endgame so that's that's true yeah uh, with it so all right i guess that'll uh cover the hot takes for today all right, so this week, a series of reports were released stating that Ryan Johnson had been removed as director of the previously announced really? Star Wars trilogy. What? The internet imploded <laughs> as The Last Jedi haters celebrated it and supporters of Ryan Johnson began wringing their hands. Hey, at least it wasn't like in regards to a comment he made on our poll. Now that's good. Yeah, we yeah. were able to stay out of it this time. <laughs> Uh, but then there are some of us who never got cut out, caught up in any of it, thank God. Why? Because we were able to look at what was being said and conclude that there was no basis to the rumors. Uh, so this week, we will pass on what we have learned. Rebellions are built on hope. Hope. 
If you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Right. So, uh, you know, let's just use the uh, Ryan Johnson scenario that happened this week as a little bit of a springboard to this conversation. So um, I can't even remember the name of the uh, website, the Twitter feed that originally started it. Then it got eventually picked up by ScreenRant.com. And then within a couple of hours Everybody on the internet was talking in the Star Wars world was talking about the fact that Ryan Johnson had been removed as the director of his trilogy or that the trilogy wasn't going to happen. And and there were people freaking out about it, saying how awesome that was because they hated The Last Jedi and see, we told you so's. And then there was all these people saying, I can't believe that all these haters of The Last Jedi went out, you know, were able to get Disney and Lucasfilm to, to fire Ryan Johnson. And it was like blowing up. And I'm sitting there reading it and I'm like, just going through the stuff and there's like a lot of smoke, but there's no fire uh, to this. A lot of people talking about something that was not being confirmed. And the reality was the star Wars.com uh, article that announced that Ryan Johnson was doing the trilogy from over a year ago was still on the website. Really? And so until they removed that, I wasn't willing to give a lot of credence to it. And then shortly after that, Jason Ward, making StarWars.net, had checked out with his his different sources, and they had said, listen, there's nothing to this. And then somebody actually had the common sense, common sense to reach out to Ryan Johnson directly. I don't know say, why we didn't do it first. I know. Uh, he, he sort of – we sort of stalked him for a while about this service thing. And I don't know if he's responding a whole lot right now, but anyway, um, that's another story. Uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, he responded. He says, there's no truth to any of it. He said, and he basically said that he's still doing it. He's working on it. And that was the end of that. Uh, so that's sort of the scenario that happens almost on a weekly basis when it comes to star Wars. Yeah. So I thought we'd take some time. I wish I had that. Maybe we should get some of that ambient background music. Oh, can, yeah. can oh I can that? get that because it's on my uh... No, your phone's not even in the room. So. I, got, I, got, I got you. So, uh, I got isn't. you. All right. Do you have it ready to go? Okay. So let's do the, uh, like we did the other time, let's do, you know, when we did the heartfelt appeal to J.J. Um, uh, Abrams, we're actually going to do some background music to help you guys, uh, you know, kind of like an after school special uh, where we give you the information that you need in order to know how yep. to determine this. Let's see. Right, can you turn it up so we can hear it? This is all the way. It, 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 it starts off quiet. Well, fast forward or something, dude. We don't have all day. That's it? Is that the same one from last time? Because yeah, it was lame. Plug, plug in. It was lame last time? Oh, yeah. Alright, anyway, so Here let's just go. move on. Okay. Here we go. Seriously? Alright, hold ambient on. Ambient music. Don't try this thing. What are you, what, what are you specifically looking I'm, for? I'm looking for like, you know, like soft piano with okay. violin in the background. Soft I need to, I need piano the right vibe for this music. educational moment. Okay. I want it to be like an afternoon, uh, you know, TV special school type situation. Super Movie Bros. That was the guys that made the, uh, the same. There we go. That's yeah, that would work. That would work. Yeah, turn that one off. Hold it up to the mic. It's too minor key. No, don't get it closer. 
There we go. Okay. So for all of you out there that may be struggling with being able to determine the difference between real Star Wars news and fake Star Wars news, we're going to take the next few minutes to lay out some different definitions and explanations and sites that we like and think you should follow for Star Wars news and other sites that you probably should avoid. Um, and this is a, basically a free service to Star Wars fandom uh, this week on Tatooine Sons of Star Wars Podcast. That worked better in my head than it actually was. Okay. Um, I, I liked so it. I had, All right, we're good. All right. So anyway, so let's define some terms because it's important for us to define what these terms are. Okay. Uh, there's a difference between news and rumors. Really? It may not actually uh, come across that way, the way that some of these headlines are. We'll talk about that a little later. But the reality is there is a difference between news and rumors. And what happened with these guys, these um, uh, super movie bros, and then the sites that picked up their article, was they took what was a rumor that had no confirmation and no basis, in fact, and they reported it as News And then other sites, like Screen Rant and all these others, picked it up and started doing that. We need to understand that there's a difference between Star Wars news and Star Wars rumors. And usually, a reputable site will tell you if it's a rumor in the beginning. Some sites aren't as good at that. We'll talk about that later. Then we have these things called speculation. What do you think speculation is, BB Day? It's kind of theories, kind of. It's um, kind of like you think that this is happening or you say that this is happening this is so you see a photo come up from making star wars and you uh, start dot, like you know theorizing about right. it right you say well maybe this uh, maybe or you know there's been a fact about sabine's helmet possibly being included in the mandalorian and then you begin to speculate as to what that means right so that's what we go now what's the difference between speculation and a prediction samuel hutt a prediction is something you believe is going to happen. Speculation is you just throwing out an idea. It's sort of like uh, brainstorming. But are either of those fact? No. no. Are either of those confirmed news? No. No. Unfortunately, too many sites are putting that out as news. And then there's this little thing called... Fake news? Clickbait. <laughs> Clickbait. All right. Oh, and joy. Clickbait is the challenge that we seem to be running into in the Star Wars world more than anything right now. It's where they make up a title to sound like something that has absolutely nothing to do with the facts just to get you to click, to bait you to click on a site. Okay. And there are certain sites that are really good at clickbait and certain YouTubers that are really <laughs> good at clickbait. We got a Star Wars Refuge on here. They gave us an idea of a speculation, an example of speculation. Sonara has an action figure, so she'll probably be back. That's called speculation. Now, Star Wars Refuge has no insider knowledge. She's not. They're not pretending to have insider knowledge. No. They're not saying this is definitely going to happen. What they're saying is that based on this bit of information, we think this is going to to be what right. what happens afterwards. So thank you very much. That was a great example. Appreciate your help. All right. Um, so there are some sites that we have found are very good at differentiating between news, rumors, speculation, uh, and predictions, and stay away from clickbait. clickbait. Sites on the, the internet like StarWars.com. <gasps> They're reputable? They're pretty much reputable. If you're going to have Star Wars news um, and they put it out, 
you could pretty much go with that. So when, as we predict, that Turbis will be made canon someday, when it shows up on StarWars.com, you could know it's happened. Okay? Does that make sense? Are we all on the same page? StarWars.com. Uh, TheForce.net. StarWarsUnderworld.com. StarWarsNewsNet.com. MakingStarWars.com. Fanthatracks.com. Wikipedia. Tatooine Sons. I love... Uh, Tatooine Sons doesn't do a lot of news. Honestly, because oh, I have a life and a job. Uh, Jedi News, <laughs> and, I, and I just don't have time. JediNews.co.uk. These are all good sites. These are reputable sites. So if you're looking for information, when a rumor gets out, this is what I'm, the reason I listed these sites is because when a rumor gets out there and it starts coming out like Ryan Johnson's been fired from his trilogy, you should go to those sites to find out what they're saying about it. Because in most cases, their track record has been pretty dang good. And so it would be good for you to go to those sites to go through that process. Does that make sense? Are we all on the yes. same page here? Yeah. On YouTube, it's the same type of thing. There are reputable YouTubers. Some of you guys are right now with us. And uh, there's now, Mike Zero. <laughs> that, that, there's others that are not reputable. <laughs> so reputable ones. Uh, of course, we've got Star Wars Refuge uh, on our list right here. Reputable, positive, they're honest about where they stand on situation, uh, you know, different things. They don't report things as news that aren't. Uh, Black Series Rebels is a fun one. Steel Wars is a fun one. Uh, you just gotta be careful about some of the family-friendly elements with those guys. Get Your Geek On, Hello Greedo uh, are all good. Star Wars Explained is a great one mm. um, with that. They're nice people. And they're awesome people. In fact, uh, there's a poster on the wall that was given to us by Star Wars Rebels. Or Wait, Explained. Take it down. We'll show up. No, it's a... Hold on. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, and, and if you're looking for podcasts, it's hard. There's, you know, there's lots of podcasts. Thousands of Star Wars podcasts like ours out there, and a lot of them are great. Um, but I would say that, you know, what I have found is that the guys in the Commonwealth, Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, the different shows in that, they're really good about differentiating between fact and fiction and being able to keep things honest. So if you're looking for podcasts, any of us in the network, uh, the, the Commonwealth Podcast Network, are solid with that. Now, there are a few sites that I would encourage you guys to stay away from. <laughs> um uh, Or not, well, let's go, we'll, get, we'll come to those in a minute. Let's go to the ones to stay away from. Let's say these are ones... I would be careful about, all right? If you see it reported there, don't take it as, as you know, Bible fact, for lack of a better term, just because they reported it. Go back and see who they're sourcing and who else is reporting it and go to some of these sites that we listed, which we'll put in the show notes, as other options and see what they're saying about it. Um, one of the first things that I did when I started to really want to research this Ryan Johnson thing was go to Making Star Wars and read what Jason was putting out there. And it was pretty clear that he was you know, hearing the same things that I was believing, I was speculating based on the facts. Uh, but a couple sites that seem to talk about Star Wars all the time and they're hit or miss uh, as to whether or not they're on board uh, with keeping things fact and not being clickbaity uh, and anything like that are going to be ScreenRant.com and ComicBook.com. Sometimes they're great. Yeah. Other times they're way off base. This week, ScreenRant.com was way off base. And the reality was it was a slow news week and ScreenRant.com was looking for something to get clicks because they get ad revenue. That's what clickbait is all about. The more people go to their website, the more people see the ads, the more people see the ads, the more money they make. And they were re de dealing with a... A quiet week on right. the front. And so they took, without verifying anything, and put a, a news article up there and got what they wanted from it. They came back the next day. They admitted that they were wrong, that they made a mistake. But it doesn't matter because they got the clicks. And they got the clicks the second time 
where they put out the article saying that they made a mistake. So they got twofer on that one. So uh, this is sometimes when I see ScreenRant.com and ConjureBook.com doing uh, a little bad. Sites to avoid when it comes Uh, to this. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, me too. Um, Star Wars news sites to avoid. uh, The Daily Express. Uh, You would know them the best as express.co.uk. We've been uh, on one of their articles. We have, yeah. It was a, the low point of our podcast where they, they, they wrote about us. So. Yeah, I mean, what the first thing I do is when I see an article that's like really um, sensationalized, I guess. The headline that's really... Is that the right word? Yep. A headline that's been really sensationalized. I, I, before I read any of it, I scroll down. And I've, I've done this before. It says express.co.uk and I immediately leave. I'm yeah, like, you can't trust it. any of it. Exactly. Yeah, and what I'm doing with the... Like, coming up with topics and ideas and discussion points for the show. And, you know, I'd search on Google under the news feed, Star Wars mm-hmm. News, and I look, and if it's anything to do with that site, I just don't even click on it. Yeah, I don't no. even move into it. Uh, it's not good. Uh, Movie Web uh, is another one that's very similar to that. It's not a good one. Uh, and then Mike Zero. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, here's so the situation, because Mike Zero, it's interesting, because Mike Zero, when we first started the YouTube show that we tried before we did the podcast, we were watching some Mike Zero stuff, and I'm going to be true. honest with you, I would watch his videos, and I'd be like, dude... If he could do this, I could do this. Yeah. Uh, and the reality was, you know, I didn't know that he was all clickbaity and stuff. We didn't really realize how clickbaity he was and how, uh, like, off the wall he was until after The Last Jedi. Because he made, yeah. I mean, I was watching his videos and seeing his stuff and thinking, hearing all these things were coming, and none of it happened. And I remember, who was it? I think it might have been Steel, uh, Steel Saunders from Steel Wars, uh, like the day that, that The Last Jedi came out, like, started tweeting about how Mike Zero was wrong on everything he ever said. And it made me realize that I needed to be a little bit more uh, discerning in where I got my news from. And so uh, Mike Zero is is just who he is. You know, he, he makes five to ten videos a day. He makes up what he wants to make up. Uh, you know, one out of every 100 videos actually comes close to hitting the truth. And, uh, and he stands on that as being a good rate uh, with it. So uh, we just kind of stick away, steer clear of him and anything he does. Go ahead. Maybe. So Mike Zero released a new video. Oh, yeah. Um, what's this one? This is going to be a little bit of comedic relief. Okay. Uh, go for, for it. You. Apparently, this is from Mike Zero, so it has to be true. Oh, totally. The Kardashians have been casted for episode nine. The Kardashians. Did you hear that? Breaking news. Breaking news. Real. That's what I he got said. A bad feeling That's about what he that. said. All right, I'm just gonna have to hit a bunch of this these. Is right? Impressive. No. Yeah. Most impressive. What's that? Yeah, every word in that sentence. Oh yeah. Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. Yeah, so it's pretty much any of the those Kardashians stories. are in. The Kardashians have been casted episode for episode nine. nine. But the thing is, this was released, uh, I think, two days ago. Filming finished yesterday. That would have been kind of hard for them to be casted for that. Good point. And if you check IMDb, it, just, it doesn't even say it. What a shock. Well, they are, so they're not, there's not going to be a lot on IMDb right now. But anyway, here's what's interesting. Star Wars Refuge, which is a fantastic YouTube channel. They're the good guys. You should be watching their videos. Uh, with it. They just commented as sort of their little public service announcement as well. Uh, if you don't like a YouTube channel, you can't watch it. Don't comment on it. Don't thumbs down stuff on it because YouTube's algorithms don't care as to whether or not something is positive or negative. It doesn't read the comments. It just looks at how many people are clicking and watching. Right. And so it, all the thumbs downs, that's good news for you. It's like for a, Mike Zero. All the comments refuting what Mike Zero says or a YouTube channel says, they're all simply 
telling uh, YouTube more people are watching and commenting on this, promote this video, pay this guy more. So, uh, P.T. Barnum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any publicity is All good publicity. All publicity is good publicity. Right. Whether it's bad or good, especially with YouTube. Apparently, uh, YouTube is thinking of removing the dislike button. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just, it is what it is. So um, find good, positive YouTube channels like the ones we talked about on here, positive websites like the one we talked about here. Uh, you know, if you, we're pretty good. You know, like, if you want to go and find really good uh, Star Wars podcasts that are positive and that do things the right way, just follow a guy named Neil Lowry on Twitter. He tweets out, like, yeah. every day, like, 20 or 30 of them. Um, and they're all solid. And, uh, you know, he's a champion of this show. He's a champion of a lot of everybody that's in this, uh, tw this uh, YouTube feed right now that's watching us live. Uh, they're, you know, fans and friends of, of Neil Lowry. Yeah. And his stuff, if he puts it out there, I'd trust it. And so, you know, he's my... He's, he's a my, reputable source. He's my compass, my Star Wars news compass. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're promoting the good stuff. So go in there, like these positive sites, listen to these positive podcasts, watch these positive YouTubers, like theirs, comment on theirs. And so let's change the narrative. If you don't like the way things are going within Star Wars fandom, you can change it by supporting the good guys, not fighting the bad guys. It is, reminds me... Uh, something that Rose... What did Rose say? This is how we win. Not by fighting what we hate, but by saving what we love. There we go. See? And now we've just triggered all the Rose haters and the last Jedi haters. Which is fine. Which is totally okay. Absolutely. So, uh, not a long segment for us, but I think an important segment for us it to was. at least go on record and say what we think. And maybe this will help some of you guys that are listening to this podcast know uh, there are certain podcasts we did not mention on this episode that are big podcasts. Um, that you know, we love Resistance Broadcast. Coffee we love with Coffee with Kenobi. We love Unmistakably Star Wars. We love Full of Sith. We love a lot of these guys. There's some other really big ones, one in particular that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to give them any publicity, positive or negative. But if I haven't mentioned it, we don't listen to it. So uh, that's enough for this uh, this segment. All right. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? Anything else? So, Star Wars Lightsaber Academy is a digital training toy for your youngest paddle. Have you guys seen this yet? I have not. Is it not the VR thing? It's no. similar to that. It's like, a, it got to do with an app. It's like this big lightsaber, but you like can take it and build it, and you put your kyber crystal in it. Oh, that's and you cool. Like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So. Oh, dude, I had one of those. Mm. I had like Although, this is like brand new. This is like really intense. Really? So. Like, ours used to be you just put in a crystal. I don't know what you're talking about. It was like you did it from like Disney or whatever. It was right. really cool. Okay. All right. Uh, the Mandalorian wrapped, uh, up, wrapped up filming. Yeah. Well, totally cool. Like, that was getting lost in the conversation. It but, is. But the uh, Mandalorian. So, so does that mean it's pretty, are we pretty certain we're getting an episode of that at, at Celebration? Oh, well, I just don't know guaranteed. if they're going to have enough time for all those panels because they've got to do well, they're the next Clone Wars, so. Rebel. Well, well, they're not yeah. doing anything. Well, they're not doing any panels on the extra day. Oh, so you well, got Clone Wars, uh, Resistance, Episode 9, episode nine Mandalorian. Mandalorian. They were smart Future to have that, what are they calling it? Bounty Hunter Day? They're smart having that day. Everybody wants to go see the show floor for that type of stuff. You have a full day to do it. Before and you, you can, got to And panels. I think they're going to have maybe one or two big panels, yeah. maybe in one day. Spaced out far so people With can... With a lot of little panels. Yeah. yeah, so you can get in the lines. So you go to the panel, you get in the queue line for the next one. There we so, go. That'd be cool. Anyway. 
And Star Wars adds a new Jedi Knight to prequel canon. So this is from the... It's called uh, Tony the Tiger. No, it's called Jack Zine. But it looks like Tony uh, the Tiger. But he does. He looks like Ty Tony the Tiger. And it's from the Age of Republic uh, Count Dooku comic uh, that just came out. So yeah. There was pretty cool. They're look the boys are looking at it on the screen right now. So. It is... Yeah, he, and he's great. Um, so anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, let's talk about sort of in line with our spoilers and theories and rumors and news and stuff like that. Uh, let's talk about Star Wars rumors and spoilers and how you handle that. Our poll this week will be, what's your personal policy on Star Wars rumors and spoilers? Would it be bring it on, tread carefully, complete lockdown, meaning no spoilers or rumors whatsoever or other comment below. So we, we I'd say we're going to tread carefully. Tread carefully. We don't like to spoil the movie, but we do like rumors. Well, I mean, we kind of have to do a show every week that talks about Star Wars, so we better have something to talk about. Well, we, so. we were careful with Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were really careful good. with Last We were pretty Jedi, good. So. And, and Solo. Yeah. I don't yeah, think we do good, anything we were good for, happen with we Solo. We were good for both. Yeah. Let's so, do it again. That's what, let's do it with the episode nine. The Return of Turbis the Pork. Uh, you just got that right here. Revenge of Truth. Uh, it's it's true. true. This is it's not speculation. Not prediction. An unverified source oh. close to the, to somebody that wipes up the floors at Pinewood Studios um, has uh, told uh, me uh, that the name of this show, uh, the name of the movie is, is Star Wars, The Return of Turbis the Pork. And if Lucasfilm or Disney doesn't deny it, it oh, it's confirmed. Don't go there, Nate. Yeah, so, anyway. Uh, okay, uh, so yeah, uh, please take some time to check out this train wreck of a video a really that's on YouTube uh, now. Uh, check out our podcast. It's all on all of the different podcast services, so you can find us on there. Uh, please, if you're on iTunes, give us a subscribe, give us a, a, a five-star rating and review, and we promise to be gracious to you as we read it, um, and we thank you guys for it. And uh, if you love this podcast and you for some reason, would want to help support this financially <laughs> after today. Maybe we could get some better medication for our, our colds. Uh, you could go to patreon.com slash Sons, like JG and like Emily and some of these others that were on our, our uh, Twitter. Or, gosh, I didn't do that. YouTube uh, feed today. Uh, they are awesome, and uh, we love our Patreon supporters tremendously. You guys have been really patient with us through these transitions the last few months. So thank you, guys. We're going to get things back on track uh, with Patreon and doing the – the monthly stuff that we said and all that. So we'll be getting that out here soon. Uh, that's about it. Uh, anything else you guys want to say? May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Always. This party's over. I like that Wookiee. Don't get technical with me. Oh, please.